Hello, everybody. Welcome to Otherworld Seattle. This particular episode, we're talking about our character creation and the upcoming game. The first episode is due out next week. Uh, so we thought we would talk about uh, the characters and what went into building them and the setting and all that good stuff. Let's introduce our players, though. First, we will start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis. And for Otherworld Seattle, it is kind of strange to say. I will be playing Maribel Ochoa or Maribel Ochoa. And um, she is from outside of Seattle. She's from a small town in Washington. And she majored in forestry. So she's a very outdoorsy, woodsy kind of person. The type of person that uh, she doesn't need a tent or a sleeping bag. Just give her a buck knife and she's ready to go survive in the woods. Hello, I am Pooja and I am playing Mira Rao, who is a more and her family has been in Seattle for one or two generations. Her parents own a funeral home and she works there for them. Hello, I am Saint or Saint Spider and my character's name is Bailey Wolf. She's a photographer, um, recently graduated from Bakersfield, California. So kind of used to more Western Plains living and then really had a, uh, a new fresh experience up in Seattle. So she's still kind of taking it all in. And she's a, she has a bit of a spooky personality, but it's more like she hasn't found her place. So people kind of consider her a little aloof, but really she's just seeing things. That's, that's why she's got the old camera. Hi y'all, Jay here, Jay Holtham playing Sean G. Charles, a video store clerk in Seattle, originally from New York, moved out to go to UW in Seattle there, managed to somehow graduate with a degree in American studies, which meant watching a lot of movies because that's all he does. <laughs> and in very classic video store clerk history, he is a step above a drifter and criminal. Okay. Like just, just barely, <laughs> just barely not an actual drug dealer. And that's his story. Oh, and he has a ferret named Rodney. Hey guys, I'm Mac Beauvais. I'm going to be playing Cecil Mulgrove. It's short for Cecilia, but she hates going by Cecilia. Uh, she is a hacker and smokes a lot of pot and believes in all kinds of conspiracy theories very much. If you've seen the meme of Charlie Day with all of the red uh, strings connecting all of his various craziness, like that's kind of who she is, where she really dives deep into that world. Awesome. So to give some background on what this series of Otherworld Seattle is going to be is we're setting it in 93, which was a year before Kurt Cobain took his own life and ended kind of the grunge movement. And in 93, it's the kind of the height of what was going on. It was getting to the point where JC Penney's was like showing spreads of people with flannel on and it had become very commercial by 93 and everybody was jumping on the bandwagon. Musicians from LA who thought they were going to be the next Motley Crue suddenly went up hoping that they'd be the next Soundgarden just by going up there and trying to use more C minor chords. Anyway, if you've listened to Otherworld London, you know that the setting does use some Call of Cthulhu elements, but it also uses a lot of folklore. There are going to be Easter eggs that are going to pop up, so listen for those. As everybody kind of introduced their character a little bit, here's the question. Did you come up with the characters 
just on the spot why we were just making them or have you been thinking about what you wanted to do and what kind of influences came to mind when you were making your character and i think the most 90s one is definitely going to be either mac or jay so we'll start with jay (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no video store clerk is about as 90s as you can get i've been thinking about it for a couple of days i had the name first i had sean first as a very 90s black guy name it just was like what 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 were people called then? And Sean seemed about right. And then the video game clerk, a video store clerk kind of came today as we were like think, talking about who we were going to be and just thinking about what and just getting in my head into that 90s set. And so I went with video store clerk, just very much Randall from Clerks, but looking more like Donald Glover in his early community days or William Jackson Harper, cheaty from The Good Place. So wiry and nerdy and bespectacled and just awkward. So that's how he came to be. Mac, you and I actually talked about this character a while ago because you were texted me and were like, would this be okay? Like the hacker (laughs) thing. I was like, no, that's perfect. I never play that sort of character. I don't tend to play the tech characters. It's just not usually my bag. So I wanted to go with completely the opposite of what I normally do in a lot of respects. Well, and one thing I wanted to say was the big movies that came out about the internet were hackers in the net, which were (laughs) in 95. They always had technology that was a little bit ahead of what was actually going on. We are going to lean into that trope. The technology is not going to be 93. It's going to probably be a few years ahead of that so that there's a little bit more leeway story-wise. Although, honestly, some of my... I got to watch it again because it's been a hot second. Some of my inspiration was the movie Sneakers. So I don't know if people have seen that. And there was a lot of interesting tech stuff and some conspiracy theory things going on. And then a more contemporary um, character that I really like is from Cabin in the Woods, who is the fool archetype and smokes a lot of pot and just seems to he's just seeing through the the smoke man and seeing what the reality of the situation is right i think of the lone gunman from the x-files the you know those three guys who are the the total like conspiracy theory like you know all this stuff is real and we know it so that it's a great character type definitely saint how did you come upon your idea for your photographer ah it's hard to follow up these stories here Um, (laughs) I was just thinking, all right, I went from the kind of ghost hunting angle. That's really what I was thinking. Okay, I want someone who won't be completely useless in this scenario. And given the technology, as we we spoke, spoke about a bit earlier, I wanted, I'm like, I think let's engage with someone who knows a bit about these devices. Perhaps there will be more to learn, but uh, being kind of like, maybe not as uh, accidentally useless as I've been in previous games (laughs) and uh, being like, all right, there's a bit of something here. I like to say, though, I think you're being hard on yourself. I don't think you've been useless in any of the games. I think that I think you've been actually quite useful in, in many of the scenarios. Your delivery is awesome. It's also very kind of like chaotic, which works for those characters. So no, I, I so don't bad. don't be hard on yourself. I think you, you did really well. <laughs> thank you. I always feel like a bit of an amateur here in, in the presence of greats. So I, thank you for the reassurance. 
<laughs> and I, I am having a good time. And that's probably one of the most important parts. But uh, uh, that is the important part. <laughs> <laughs> and for this character going with photographer, I was like, that's going to make sense, though. She's still a photographer. And I really love when someone's coming into like a haunting type of plot and they've got a little bit of something that will translate to the occult in a way that the character doesn't see, but it's like, oh no, like photography, of course, you're going to be getting some some ghost orbs, you're going to be getting some silhouettes, you're not going to know what the hell's going on, but I love that. I love that imagery, and I feel like I can really work with uh, creating a, an aesthetic with these, with these photos, so that's what I'm hoping, Nick. Absolutely. So, Pooja, how did you come up with the idea for your character? So when Wes was talking to us about the setting and he was like early 90s and there's this whole thing about grunge. But when I think of the early 90s, I think goth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so I decided to lean into this goth aesthetic and goth like thought. And so Mortician seemed the perfect, the perfect entryway into that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good spot because morticians are, are can be fun. They can be mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, so very much works with uh, the... Like, idea that they're trying to go through, like, finding ghosts and hooked into the scene, like, in public access, television, and that kind of underground world. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you working at someone else's or your parents? Are they morticians as well? Like, is it a family owned? Yeah, like, I'm working at my funeral home. You don't have to name it right now. But good at some point <laughs> between now and the first show, if you can come up with a cool mortuary name, that would be awesome. The Soaring Eagle <laughs> <laughs> gives the wrong impression. The Armadillo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have to have the Armadillo in every game now. <laughs> Michelle. Yes. So... I tend to come up with my characters pretty much on the spot. It's very rare that I'm like, ooh, I want to play this, you know? Right. A lot of it is because I like to see kind of what everyone else is doing, what the vibe is going to be, stuff like that, you know, because I, I want us to be able to work together well as far as what the characters are and things like that. You know, I figured it's Seattle, so you've got forest everywhere that's not too far outside the city. So being a forestry person, Person, a ranger in training, I guess. It makes sense to be doing that up there. And also, you know, if you're going to be going hunting for ghosts and goblins in uh, in Seattle, you're, you're going to want to be in the woods at some point. That's It's very X-Files, very, you know. I just had a great idea for your character, but I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I just, I chose the name Maribel because I've just always liked that name. And uh, I think it's pretty. So, you know, nothing, nothing too deep there. I just like the name, but, <laughs> but definitely I, I, you know, I can totally feel that X-Files vibe and having some big flashlights when we go out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> One other question I want to ask real quick, is everybody from Seattle or are we transplants from other places? I'm from a small town in 
Washington called Bailey Junction and uh, it's out in the woods, you know, <laughs> or at least that's what it looks like on a map because I did look it up. <laughs> but there's a place called Bailey Junction and that's where I'm from. But uh, but I'm enjoying the city. Mac, are you from Seattle? Yeah, Cecil's from Seattle. Cecil's from Seattle. Say that six times. <laughs> quick. Right. Pooja. Yeah, I'm from Seattle. Seattle. Okay. I think my grandparents are the immigrant generation. So my parents came over as children. Okay. And then I'm the first generation born. Okay, cool. Same. I am from Bakersfield and yeah, just really used to the flatness. (laughs) (laughs) So I love taking pictures of skyscrapers and stuff. Awesome. Okay, cool. Before we wrap it up, I'm actually going to say a little bit more about what the setting's going to be and some of the themes. You all are friends. You're recently out of college. You have your different jobs, but you also have a friend named Elijah Rothstein, who is a film major, and he has an idea. He wants to try to capture the supernatural on film and make a show about it and sell that show at some point to a large you know, network. But he doesn't have the connections. So what he's going to do instead is he's going to put it on public access. For those of you who don't know what public access is, it is a way for local people to put their shows on air at really horrible times at night, usually like, you know, 11 to like four in the morning. If you need a reference, Wayne's World is on public access uh, and it's a very kind of 90s thing. So there are a ton of movies that you can watch. Uh, We were talking about Hackers, which some people love. For me, yeah, not so much, but it's fun. The the aesthetic of it was definitely really cool. The, The visuals and everything else are very much that time. Uh, obviously, Jay, you know, is is referencing Clerks and Mallrats, Singles, any other movies from the 90s that uh, people could watch to get in the mood for Otherworld Seattle that you could think of from either the time or new stuff that might, you know, um, I think Empire Records. I, I, oh, yeah. Empire yeah. Records. Reality oh. Bites is around that time. Reality yep. Bites. Yeah. I mentioned Sneakers earlier. It was 92. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Sneakers. Yep. Dark City? When did Dark City come out? Oh, I love Dark City. I thought that was the late 90s. Uh, it's 98, too late. But that's okay. If it if if it gives you the feeling of the 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then go ahead and uh, add the crow to that list, streaming yeah. on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's ni- It came out in 94, but... That's fine. Yeah, it doesn't have to be exactly, because, you know, I mean, it can it just kind of give the feel of the, the era, as it were. High fidelity. High fidelity. Well, yep, high fidelity. Very yeah. much that feel. Well, listen, anything with John Cusack or Keanu Reeves from roughly that time period is the vibe. Basically, Gen X catnip. Oh, yep. oh my gosh. Encino Man was 92. Encino Man. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> the other thing that I will say is that there is a YouTube channel called Weird History, and they have a timeline for the 90s, uh, which is really cool. It kind of goes through the, the big notes of what happened during that year. So all of those things are cool when you're getting ready for, for play. That's kind of the research stuff that I do. 
basically, I'm super excited for this game, and it's been a while since we've jumped into an Otherworld game. Let's see where everybody is. Let's start with Mac. Hey guys, I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagrams, and the Facebooks, also my website. Hey y'all, you can find me on the uh, internet at Jay Holtham in all the usual places, and sometimes at Happy Jacks, and sometimes at It's Probably Okay Games. Ah, uh, hello all. I'm going to be honest. I'm really not on the internet that much right now, but if you have any questions, just come to uh, my Twitter, which is uh, at uh, S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. And that's on at Twitter, Saint Spider TV at Twitter. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L-A Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And pretty much everywhere else is Forgotten Saves. Like Jay, you can often find me at Happy Jacks RPG and occasionally on It's Probably OK's Twitch channel, also doing the TTRPG thing. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music through Plate Mail Games and if you subscribe to Bat Bards. Awesome. And I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. For the show, you can find us on Instagram under 12 Sided Stories. And then on Twitter, it's the number 12 and then Sided Stories. You can also find us, like I said, on Patreon uh, if you want to help out the show or on coffee we're actually on there as well we're doing our summer drive bonus basically raising money for the cast uh, to be able to just give kind of a bonus for all the awesome work they do if financially you can't do it right now you can also help us out by giving us a shout out or giving us a review reviews help a lot because they let people know hey this is a cool thing i should check out so thank you all so much talk to you soon bye bye, bye. bye.